This new bonus podcast episode is called The Book of Zechariah and of World Prophecies, compared with those in the Revelation of Jesus Christ. This is an ongoing major biblical research project. I felt led to compare the different end of world prophecies in Isaiah, Ezekiel, etc. with those in, in the Revelation of Jesus Christ, analyzing for consistency and inconsistency. I realized when I first started taking notes on the revelation of Jesus Christ, it covered lots of pertinent details. I was concerned that it might be difficult for me to pair up the portions of the end of the world prophecy from other books of the Bible with those in Revelation. I will use the word revelation most often rather than write out the revelation of Jesus Christ every time, which is the last book of the Bible. Also, I often abbreviate it as REV in the table I use that has been put after all my research analysis for those who would like to compare it further online. So I have all of the uh, revelation verses only a little bit compressed or condensed at the very end in the table. And um, the, one, the verses I'm talking about will be the ones I share with you today. During this process, I decided to write my notes for Revelation in small chunks because it would make it easier for me to locate the parts I was trying to analyze with the book of the Bible I'm comparing. Additionally, I realized that it would make it easier for others to view this analysis in its entirety. On either of these two blogs, I felt led to create biblical proof at HTTPS colon double backslash Biblical proof, B I B L I C A L P R O O F dot blogspot, B L O G S P O T dot com. And do biblical inconsistencies really matter at HTTPS colon double backslash biblical inconsistencies, B I B L I C A L I N C O N S I S T E N C I E S dot blogspot. B-L-O-G-S-P-O-T.com. I have recently felt led to create another blog to post this research. It's also on end of the world Bible prophecy at HTTPS colon double backslash end of the world Bible prophecy E-N-D-O-F-W-O-R-L-D-B-I-B-L-E-P-R-O-P-H-E-C-Y dot blogspot B-L-O-G spot.com this biblical research project will be completed with the use of the new king james version of the bible which is often noted by nkjv unless otherwise noted i may utilize online sites as resources if needed if something doesn't seem clear i may put who or what is being referred to within brackets for clarity additionally i put my analysis evaluation comments and opinions within brackets and will tip you off when I'm sharing that. For those who plan to access this information further online, I ended up color coding particular aspects of Revelation verses in the table to make it easier when I compare it with other end of the world predictions. After prayerful contemplation of ways to share this information, I will have topics and possibly subtopics and we'll put both the verses from the book of Zechariah and Revelation that relate to that topic. There may be sometimes some verses may be used more than once because they also relate to another topic. I will put the passages from Revelation, or REV, in orange font and, or orangish font 
The book of Zechariah passages are in blue. The bulk of my analysis, but not all, will be in purple. I do use black font at times when I think the highlighting might make it difficult for viewers to read. The following Bible passage is noteworthy. Revelation 22, verses 18 through 20. For I testify to everyone who hears the words of the prophecy of this book, if anyone adds to these things, God will add to him the plagues that are written in this book. And if anyone takes away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God shall take away his part from the book of life, from the holy city and from the things which are written in this book. He who testifies of these things says, surely I am coming quickly. Amen. Even so, come Lord Jesus. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. So I've gone to great lengths to try to not alter the words of the of Revelation uh, in order to maintain the integrity of the Bible passages and not alter it in any significant way. I sometimes paraphrase or condense things to conserve space. Often I will put an and sign, but it's called the amperan sign, which is kind of the curly loopy and sign instead of spelling out the word and. Additionally, I use the numeral instead of spelling out the numbers or combine things that are similar. This is an example of how I condensed it while maintaining the passage's integrity. Revelation 7, verses 4 through 8. John heard the number of those sealed. 144,000 of all the tribes of the children of Israel were sealed. 12,000 each of the following tribes were sealed. The tribes of Judah, Reuben, Gad, Asher, Naphtali, Manasseh, Simeon, Levi, Issachar, Zebulun, Joseph, and Benjamin. It says the same basic thing as the original passage, but it condenses it to conserve space without listing each tribe in a separate verse, and that there were 12,000 that were sealed. Okay, I'm starting my analysis, and the first topic is called background information. Revelation 1. Verses 1 through 3, this is the revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show his servants every, show his servants things that must shortly take place. He sent and signified by his angel to his servant, John, who bore witness of the word of God and to the testimony of Jesus Christ to all things that he, which is John, saw. Blessed is he who reads and those who hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written in it for the time is near. Revelation 1 verse 9, John, brother and companion in tribulation and kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ and was on the island of Patmos for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. Zechariah 1 verse 7, on the 24th day of the 11th month, which is the month, Shebat, in the Second year of Darius, the word of the Lord came to Zechariah, the son of Berechiah, the son of Ido, the prophet. And that's within brackets I have. That's when he first had a vision from the Lord. Okay, background information analysis. Both the Apostle John and Zechariah were given visions by the Lord to inform people of end of the world prophecy so that it is consistent. The Apostle John was incarcerated at Patmos for his faith in Jesus Christ, but Zechariah wasn't in prison. Is that an inconsistency? No way. God doesn't only select people who have been incarcerated for their faith to share the visions he gives them. 
to share with others so that they have a chance to change from their wicked ways. Next topic is called important information. Um, Revelation 22 verses 11 through 17, he says to John, do not seal the words of this prophecy of this book for the time is at hand. He who is unjust, let him be unjust still. He is filthy, let him be filthy still. He who is righteous, let him be righteous still. He who is holy, let him be holy still. And behold, I am coming quickly. And my reward is with me to give to everyone according to the works, to his works. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. Blessed are those who do his commandments, that they may have the right to the tree of life and may enter through the gates into the city. But outside are dogs and sorcerers, sexually immoral, murderers, idolaters, and whoever loves and practices a lie. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify to you these things in the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David, the bright and morning star. The spirit and the bride say, come, and let him who hears say, come, and let him who thirsts come. Whoever desires, let him take the water of life freely. Revelation 2, verse 5, remember, therefore, from where you have fallen, repent and do the first works, or else I will come to you quickly and remove your lampstand from its place. Zechariah, verses 13, I mean. Chapter 13, verses 7 through 9, Awake, O sword, against my shepherd, against the man who is my compassion, says the Lord of hosts. Strike the shepherd, and the sheep will be scattered. Then I will turn my hand against the little ones, and it shall come to pass in all the land, says the Lord, that two-thirds in it shall be cut off and die, but one-third shall be left in it. I will bring the one-third through the fire, will refine them as silver is refined, and test them as gold is tested. They will call my name and I will answer them. And I will say, this is my people. And each one will say, the Lord is my God. Revelation 13, no, Revelation 3 verses 15 through 18. I know your works that you are neither cold nor hot. I could wish you were cold or hot. So then because you are lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will vomit you out of my mouth because you say I am rich and have become wealthy and have need of nothing and do not know that you are wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked. I counsel you to buy from me gold refined in fire that you may be rich and have white garments that you may not, that you may be clothed, that the shame of your nakedness may not be revealed and anoint your eyes with eye salve that you may see. And whenever there's a reference of white garments, it's people that are in heaven that made it through everything and they are in heaven and they put on white garments. Revelation 21, verse 8. But the cowardly, unbelieving, abominable, murderers, sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars have had their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Revelation 21, verse 6. He said to John, it is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give of the fountain of the water of life freely to him who thirsts. Revelation 22, verse 7, behold, I am coming quickly. Blessed is he who keeps the words of the prophecy of this book. Okay, within brackets, this is the important information analysis. Both the book of Zechariah and Revelation have important information related to what God likes and doesn't like and the consequences of both. So that's consistent. They don't say exactly the same thing, but the topic, the tone, the things that are saying are consistent.
Okay, the next topic, foretelling about the birth of Jesus to the Virgin Mary. Zechariah 3, verses 8 through 10. Hear, O Joshua, the high priest, you and your companions who sit before you, for they are a wondrous sign. For behold, I am bringing forth my servant, the branch. Branch is all capitalized, and that's referring to Jesus. For behold, the stone that I have laid before Joshua, upon the stone are seven eyes. Behold, I will engrave its inscription, says the Lord of hosts, and I will remove the iniquity of that land in one day. And that day, says the Lord of lords, everyone will invite his neighbor under his vine and under his fig tree. Revelation 12, verses 1 through 6. A great sign appeared in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet, and on her head was a garland of 12 stars. It's the 12 tribes of, are the 12 disciples? One of those, I can't remember which. Then being, I think it's the 12 tribes. So. Then being with child, she cried out in labor and pain to give birth. Another sign appeared in heaven. Behold, a great fiery red dragon having seven heads and ten horns and seven diadems, which are crowns, on his head. His tail drew one third of the stars of heaven and threw them to the earth. The dragon stood before the woman who was ready to give birth to devour her child. Child, uh, seeing child is capitalized, so they're referring to Jesus. And as soon as it was born, she bore a male child, which is Jesus, who was to rule all nations with a rod of iron. Her child was caught up to God and his throne. And it's especially this part about the child with capital C, caught up to God into his throne, talking about Jesus going to heaven to be with God, the father to rule. Hey, within brackets, for telling about the birth of Jesus analysis. I thought these two passages are interesting because they both tell of how Jesus Christ is to save believers, although they use some of the many names for him. Zechariah, uh, Zechariah refers to Jesus as the branch and says that he will remove the iniquity of the land in one day. The Apostle John already knows of Jesus' birth, life, death, and resurrection for our sins. In this passage, John passage, John is sharing the sign he was shown about how the red fiery dragon with the seven heads and ten horns was about to devour, devour the woman's child, which is Jesus, when he was born. And within brackets, I have to save us. And the child, which is Jesus's God's son, was caught up to God and his throne. Okay, the next topic, foretelling about Jesus's life. Zechariah 9, verses 9 through 10. Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, your king is coming to you. He is just and having salvation, lowly and riding on a donkey. A colt, the foal of a donkey. I will cut off the chariot from Ephraim and the horse from Jerusalem. The battle bow shall be cut off. It might be both. He shall speak peace to the nations. His dominion shall be from sea to sea. And from river to the ends of the earth, from the river to the ends of the earth. Revelation 3, verses 18 through 21. I counsel you to buy from me gold refined in fire, that you may be rich in white garments, that you may be clothed, that the shame of your nakedness may not be revealed, and anoint your eyes with eye salve that you may see. And as many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Therefore, be zealous and repent. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in to him and dine with him and he with me. To him who overcomes, I will grant to sit with me on my throne as I also overcame and sat down with my father on his throne. Within brackets, for telling about Jesus's life analysis. 
It's pretty amazing that Zechariah foretells of Jesus is riding into town on Palm Sunday on a donkey, a colt full of a donkey, approximately 500 years before Jesus was born to the Virgin Mary. In Revelation, the Apostle John shares in the verse Revelation 3, verse 14, that the Amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of the creation of, of God says about believers being clothed in white garments of salvation and having their eyes anointed with salve that they may see and understand what is being shared with them. Jesus being crucified is the next topic. Revelation 1, verses 7 through 8, he, which is Christ, is coming with clouds and every eye will see him, even they who pierced him. All the tribes of the earth will mourn because of him. Amen. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, says the Lord, who is and was and is to come, the Almighty. Zechariah 12, verses, verse 10, And I will pour on the house of David and on the inhabitants of Jerusalem the spirit of grace and supplication. Then they will look on me whom they pierced, Yes, they will mourn for him as one mourns for his only son and grieves for him and grief for him as one grieves for his firstborn. Revelation 1, verses 17 through 18. When he saw Jesus, John fell at his feet as if dead, but Jesus laid his right hand on him, saying, Do not be afraid. I am the first and the last. I am he who lives and was dead, and behold, I am alive forevermore. Zechariah 3, verses 8 through 10. Hear, O Joshua the high priest, you and your companions who sit before you, for they are a wondrous sign. For behold, I am bringing forth my servant the branch. For behold, the stone that I have laid before Joshua. Upon this stone are seven eyes. Behold, I will engrave its inscription, says the Lord of hosts. And I will remove the iniquity of that land in one day. In that day, says the Lord of hosts, everyone will invite his neighbor under his vine and under his fig tree. Revelation 5, verse 9. And they sang a new song, saying, You are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals, for you were slain and have redeemed us to God by your blood out of every tribe and tongue and people and nation. This is significant in that there will be a part that I read later, and it's down in the tables, but um, the, there was a scroll with seven seals. This is in Revelation. And nobody was worthy to open it. And all the priests and the other heavenly beings were all crying and weeping and bowing down because nobody could open that scroll with the seven seals. But Christ, who died for our sins, was redeemed by God by his blood and was able to open these seals. Zechariah 13, verse 6. And one will say to him, what are these wounds between your arms? Then he will answer those with which I was wounded in the house of my friends. Revelation 5 verses 11 through 12. Then John heard the voice of many angels, living creatures and elders around the throne. And numbers of them was 10,000 times 10,000 plus thousands of thousands, saying with a loud voice. Worthy is the lamb who was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. Also, Revelation 12. Verses 10 through um, 17 ties in with that. And it says, John heard a loud voice in heaven saying, Now salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ have come for the accuser of our brethren 
who has accused them before God day and night and has been cast down, who accused them before our God day and night and has been cast down. I think I reread that, sorry. And they overcame him, which is Satan, by the blood of the lamb, by the word of their testimony, and they did not love their lives until death, which means they were willing to give their lives even if they had to die for their belief in Christ. They just have different way of wording things. Zechariah 11, verses 12 through 13. Then I said to them, if it is agreeable to you, give me my wages. And if not, refrain. So they weighed out for my wages 30 pieces of silver. And the Lord said to me, throw it to the potter, that princely price that they set on me. So I took the 30 pieces of silver and threw them to the house of the Lord for the potter. Zechariah 13, verses 7 through 9. Awake, O Lord, against my shepherd, against the man who is my companion, says the Lord of hosts. Strike the shepherd and the sheep will be scattered. Then I will turn my hand against the little ones, and it shall come to pass in all the land, says the Lord, that two-thirds in it shall be cut off and die, but one-third shall be left in it, and I will bring the one-third through the fire, will refine them as silver is refined, and test them as gold is tested. They will call my name on my name and I will answer them and I will say this is my people and each one will say the Lord is my God the reason it sounds familiar is because I have that an important information and this is the time I'm using it so sometimes things are used in a couple different categories because it relates to them okay within brackets Jesus being crucified analysis all these passages are consistent in saying that Jesus Christ was crucified to save us for our sins it is especially interesting that Zechariah foretells about around 500 years before Jesus' birth about how Jesus was betrayed for 30 pieces of silver, which ended up being given to the potter to buy the potter's field to bury strangers in. The next topic, salvation through Jesus. Revelation 3, verses 19 through 22. As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Therefore, be zealous and repent. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come to him and dine with him and he with me. To him who overcomes, I will grant to sit with me on my throne, as I also overcame and sat down with my father on his throne. He who has an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Zechariah. 3 verses 8 through 10. Hear, O Joshua the high priest, you and your companions who sit before you, for they are a wondrous sign. For behold, I am bringing forth my servant, the branch, and behold, the stone that I have laid before Joshua. Upon the stone are seven eyes. Behold, I will engrave its inscription, says the Lord of hosts, and I will remove the iniquity of that land in one day. And in that day, says the Lord of hosts, everyone will invite his neighbor under his vine and under his fig tree. Revelation 5, verse 9, and they sang a new song, saying, You are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals, for you were slain and have redeemed us to God by your blood out of every tribe and tongue, people and nation. Revelation 21, verse 7, He who overcomes shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. Revelation 5, verses 11 through 12, Then John heard the voice of many angels, living creatures and elders around the throne, and the number of them was 10,000 times 10,000, plus thousands of thousands, saying with a loud voice, worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. Now, this is the verse that ties into that one. I mentioned that verse, but this is the one I thought it was. 
Revelation 7, verses 9 through 12. After these, John saw a great multitude, which no one could number, of all nations, tribes, peoples, and tongues, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed with white robes and palm branches in their hands. They were crying with a loud voice, saying, Salvation belongs to our God, who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. All the angels stood around the throne, and the elders and the four living creatures, and fell on their faces before the throne, and worshiped God, saying, Amen, blessing and glory and wisdom, thanksgiving and honor, and power and might be to our God forever and ever. Amen. Part of, I think, especially significant about these passages is it's not just talking about the 144,000 from the tribes of Judah and all of those. Um, it is talking about lots more people of all tribes and peoples and nations and tongues, which is important because when I was growing up, I would get confused and think, oh, only that, you know, the Jewish Israelites, the promised people going to the promised land were the only ones that could get saved, but that's not true because God opened it up so that anybody who believes in Jesus Christ as their savior could go to heaven. And this is proof of that. Okay, Zechariah 6 verses 9 through 15. Then the word of the Lord came to me saying, receive the gift from the captives from Heldai, Tobiah, and Jedediah, who have come from Babylon and go the same day and enter the house of Josiah, the son of Zephaniah. Take the silver and the gold and make an elaborate crown and set it on the head of Joshua, the son of Jehozadak. The high priest then speak to him, saying, Thus says the Lord of hosts, saying, Behold, the man whose name is the branch, that's referring to Jesus, from his place he shall branch out and he shall build the temple of the Lord. Yes, he shall build the temple of the Lord. He shall bear the glory and shall sit and rule on his throne. So he shall be a priest on his throne, and the council of the peace shall be between them both. Now the elaborate crown shall be for a memorial in the temple of the Lord of for Helam, Tobiah, Jedidiah, and Hen, the son of Zephaniah. Even those from afar shall come and build the temple of the Lord. Then you shall know that the Lord of God of hosts has sent me to you, and this shall come to pass if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God. Revelation 7, verses 9 through 12. After these, John saw a great multitude, which no one could number of all nations. Oh, I read that. Zechariah 8, verses 7 through 8. Thus says the Lord of hosts, Behold, I will save my people from the land of the east and from the land of the west. I will bring them back, and they shall dwell in the midst of Jerusalem. They shall be my people, and I will be their God in truth and righteousness. Revelation 2, verses 16 through 17. Repent, or else I will come to you quickly and will fight against them with the sword of my mouth. The Spirit says to the churches, to him who overcomes, I will give some of the hidden manna to eat and will give them a white stone. And on this stone, a new name written, which no one knows except him who receives it. Zechariah 12, verse 10. And I will pour out on the house of David and on the inhabitants of Jerusalem, the spirit of grace and supplication. They, then they will look on me whom they pierced. Yes, they will mourn for him as one mourns for his only son and grieve for him as one grieves for his firstborn. Revelation 2, 25, verses 25 through 29. But behold, fast when, but hold fast 
what you have till I come. And he who overcomes and sees my work until the end, to him I will give the power over the nations. He shall rule them with a rod of iron. They shall be dashed into pieces into the potter's vessel. As I also have received from my father, and I will give him the morning star. He who has an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Zechariah 9, verses 9 through 10. Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, your king is coming to you, and he is just in having salvation, lowly and riding on a donkey, a colt, the foal of a donkey. I will cut off the chariot from Ephraim and the horse from Jerusalem. The battle bow shall be cut off. He shall speak peace to the nations. His dominion shall be from sea to sea and from the river to the ends of the earth. Revelation 3, verses 7 through 8. John writes to the church of Philadelphia for the Holy Spirit. These things, uh, background information. So in the beginning of Revelation, um, Jesus had an uh, angel share with John and God and Jesus shared with John things he wanted to, John to share with the, the seven churches. Okay. Um, I have to start again. John writes to the church of Philadelphia for the Holy Spirit. These things says he who is holy, he was true, and he who has the key of David. He who opens and no one shuts, and shuts and no one opens. I, which is Jesus, know your works. I set before you an open door, and no one can shut it, for you have a little strength and have kept my word and have not denied my name. Zechariah 13, verse 6, and one will say to him, what are these wounds between your arms? Then he will answer, those with which I was wounded in the house of my friends. Revelation 3, verses 10 through 13, because you have kept my command to persevere, I also will keep you from the hour of trial, which shall, become, shall come upon the whole world. To test those who dwell on the earth. Behold, I am coming quickly. Hold fast what you have, that no one may take your crown. He who overcomes, I will make him a pillar in the temple of my God, and he will shall go out no more. I will write on him the name of my God and the name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem, which will come down out of heaven from my God, and I will write on him my new name. He who has an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Zechariah 13, verses 7 through 9. Awake, O sword, against my shepherd and against the man who is my companion, says the Lord of hosts. Strike the shepherd and the sheep will be scattered. Then I will turn my hand against the little ones, and it shall come to pass in all the land, says the Lord, that two-thirds in it shall be cut off and die, but one-third shall be left in it. I will bring the one-third through the fire, will refine them as silver is refined, and test them as gold is tested. They will call on my name, and I will answer them, and I will say, this is my people, and each one will say, the Lord is my God. Revelation 3, verses 19 through 22. As many as I love, I, Jesus is saying this because it's all in red. As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten, therefore be zealous and repent. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in to him and dine with him, and he with me. To him who overcomes, I will grant to sit with me on my throne as I also overcame and sat down with my father on his throne. 
He who has an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Revelation 2, verses 8 through 11, John should write to the angel of the church of Smyrna, from the first and the last who was dead and came to life. Revelation 7, verses 13 through 14, one of the elders answered John saying, who are these arrayed in white robes and where did they come from? John told him that he didn't know. So he, the angel told John, they are the ones who come out of the great tribulation and wash their robes and made them white in the blood of the lamb. Zechariah 9, verses 16 through 17, the Lord their God will save them in that day as the flock of his people, for they shall be like the jewels of a crown, lifted like a banner over his lamb. For how great is his goodness and how great is his beauty. Grain shall make the young men thrive and new wine the young women. Revelation 1, verses 17 through 18. When he saw Jesus, John fell at his feet as dead, but Jesus laid his right hand on him, saying, Do not be afraid. I am the first and the last. I am he who lives and was dead, and behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. Revelation 12, verses 10 through 17. John heard a loud voice in heaven, saying, Now salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ have come. For the accuser of our brethren, who has accused them before the God, before our God day and night has been cast down. And they're talking about Satan. And they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they did not love their lives until death. And again, that's when I said that they were willing to give their lives for their faith for Christ. Uh, within brackets, salvation through Jesus analysis. These passages are consistent in saying that those who believe in Jesus Christ as their savior will come in to join him as he joined his father on his throne. Jesus removed their iniquity and one day he will be the God of those who overcome. He was the lamb who was slain and believers overcame Satan by the blood of the lamb, which is from Jesus who lives and was dead and is alive forevermore. Next topics about heaven. Revelation 21 verses one through eight. John saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth are passed away. Also, there was no more sea. Then I, which is, I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming out of the heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. He heard a loud voice from heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people. God himself will be with them. And be their God, and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. Then he who sat on the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. He said to John, Write, for these words are true and faithful. He said to John, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give of the fountain of water of life freely to him who thirsts. He who overcomes shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he will be my son. Zechariah 9, verses 16 through 17. The Lord their God will save them in that day as a flock of his people, for they shall be like jewels of a crown, lifted like a banner over his land. For how great is his goodness and how great its beauty. Grain shall make the young men thrive and wine the new, the, and new wine the young women. Revelation 4, verses 1 through 6, John saw doors standing open in heaven. The first voice he heard was like a trumpet speaking with him, saying, 
Come up here and I will show you things which must take place after this. He was immediately in the spirit and behold, a throne set in heaven. One sat and one sat on the throne. He who sat on there was like a jasper, was like jasper and sardius stone in appearance. And there was a rainbow around the throne in appearance like an emerald around the throne were 24 thrones. And John saw 24 elders sitting clothed in white white robes and they had crowns of gold on their heads and from the throne proceeded lightnings thunderings and voices seven lamps of fire were burning before the throne which are the seven spirits of god before the throne there was a sea of glass and in the midst of the throne and around about the throne were four living creatures full of eyes in front and in back Zechariah 2, verses 10 through 13. Sing and rejoice, O daughter of Zion. Behold, I am coming and I will dwell in your midst, says the Lord. Many nations shall be joined to the Lord in that day and they shall become my people. I will dwell in your midst. Then you will know that the Lord of the host has sent me to you. And the Lord will take possession of Judah as his inheritance in the holy land and will again choose Jerusalem. Be silent, all fresh before the Lord, for he is aroused from his holy habitation. Revelation 3, verses 4 through 6, I have a few names even in Sardius who have not defiled their garments, and they shall walk with me in white because they are worthy. He who overcomes them will be clothed in white garments, and I will not blot out his name from the book of life, but will confess his name before my father and before his angels. He who has an ear, to let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Zechariah 2, verses 1 through 5. Zechariah raised his eyes and looked, and behold, a man with a measuring line in his hand. So he said, where are you going? He told Zechariah to measure Jerusalem to see what its width and what its length. What is its length? And there was the angel who talked with Zechariah going out and another angel was coming out to meet him who said to him, run, speak to this young man saying, Jerusalem shall be inhabited, inhabited as towns without walls because of the multitude of men and livestock in it. For I, says the Lord, will be the wall of fire around her and I will be the glory in her midst. Revelation 21, verses 9 through 7, one of the angels who had the seven bowls filled with the seven last plagues came to John and talked with him, saying, Come, I will show you the bride, the Lamb's wife. He carried John away in the spirit to a great and high mountain and showed him the great city, the holy Jerusalem, descending out of heaven from God, having the glory of God. Her light was like a most precious stone, like jasper stone, clear as crystal. She had a Great and high wall with 12 gates and 12 angels at the gates and names written on them, which are the names of the 12 tribes of the children of Israel. Three gates on the east, three gates on the north, and three gates on the south, and three gates on the west. The walls of the city had 12 foundations, on, and on them were the names of the 12 apostles of the Lamb. He who talked with John had a gold reed. To measure the city, its gates and its walls. The city is laid out as a square. Its length is as great as its breadth. John measured the city with the reed, 12,000 furlongs. Its length, breadth, and height are equal. He measured its wall, 
144 cubits according to the measure of a man, that is of an angel. The construction of its wall as jasper and the city was pure gold like clear glass. The foundation of the wall of the city were, were adorned with jasper this, oh, the, of the city was adorned with all kinds of precious stones. The first foundation was jasper, the second sapphire, the third chalcedony. I may not pronounce all these things right. I'm just doing the best I can. The fourth emerald, the fifth sardonyx, the sixth sardius, the seventh chrysolite, the eighth beryl, the ninth topaz, the tenth chrysoprase, C-H-R-Y-S-O-P-R-A-S-E, the lemon jacinth, the twelfth amethyst. The twelve gates were twelve pearls. Each individual gate was of one pearl. The street of the city was pure gold like transparent glass. He saw no temple in it, for the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are its temple. The city had no need of sun or the moon to shine in it, for the glory of God illuminated it. The Lamb is its light. The nations of those who are saved shall walk in its light, and the kings of the earth shall bring their glory and honor into its into it. Its gates shall be not be shut at all by day, and there shall be no night there. They shall bring the glory and the honor of the nations into it. There shall be no means, there shall by no means enter it anything that defiles or causes an abomination or a lie, but only those who are written in the Lamb's book of life. Revelation 22, verses 1 through 7, he, which was an angel, showed John a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal proceeding from the throne of God of the Lamb in the middle of the street, and on either side of the river was the tree of life, which bore 12 fruits, each tree yielding its fruit every month. The leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations, their shall be no more curse, but the throne of God and the Lamb shall be in it. His servants shall serve him. They shall see his face and his name shall be on their foreheads. There shall be no night there. They need no lamp nor light of the sun, for the Lord God gives them light, and they shall reign forever and ever. Then he said to John, these words are faithful and true. The Lord God of the holy prophets sent his angel to show his servants the things which must shortly take place. Behold, I am coming quickly. Blessed is he who keeps the words of the prophecy of this book. Revelation 3, verses 10 through 13. Because you have kept my command to persevere, I also will keep you from the hour of trial, which shall come upon the whole world. To test those who dwell on the earth sorry i lost my place behold i am coming quickly hold fast what you have that no one may take your crown he who overcomes i will make him a pillar in the temple of my god and he shall go out no more i will write on him the name of my god and the name of my of the city of my god the new jerusalem which will come down out of heaven from my God. I will write on him my new name. He who has an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Revelation 7, verses 15 through 17. Therefore they are before the thrones of God, throne of God and serve him day and night in his temple. He who sits on the throne will dwell among them. They shall 
neither hunger nor thirst anymore. The sun shall not strike them nor any heat for the lamb who is in the midst of the throne will shepherd them and lead them to living fountains of water. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Revelation 11 verse 19. Then the temple of God was opened in heaven and the ark of his covenant was seen in his temple. There were lightnings, noises, thunderings, and earthquake and great hell. Revelation 19 verses 14 through 16, the armies in heaven clothed in fine linen, white and clean, followed him on white horses. Out of his mouth goes a sharp sword that with, with it he should strike the nations. He himself will rule them with a rod of iron. He himself treads the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of the almighty God. He has on his robes and on his thigh a name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Okay, within brackets about heaven analysis. They are consistent, both books are consistent, although the book of Zechariah doesn't have as many vivid details about heaven as uh, Revelation does. The book of Zechariah does say that in heaven, the flock of believers that are saved will be like jewels of a crown and refers to his holy land's greatness goodness and beauty as a holy habitation and that the Lord will be a wall of fire around her, which is heaven, and he will be the glory in her midst. Okay, next topic is description of God, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Revelation 1, verses 10 through 11, John was in the spirit of on the Lord's day when he heard a loud voice behind him like a trumpet saying, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last. What you see, write in the book, and send it to the seven churches in Asia, Ephesus, Smyrna, Pergamos, Thyatira, Sardius, Philadelphia, and Laodicea, Laodicea. Revelation 1, verses 12 through 16, John turned to see the voice that spoke with him and saw seven golden lampstands in the midst of the seven lampstands, one like the Son of Man, clothed with a, that means Jesus, when it's Son of Man, and both Son and Man are capitalized. It's referring to Jesus. Other times there's son of man and man and it's lowercase and it's speaking of other people. Or at least in the New King James Version, it's that way. Uh, clothed with a garment down to the feet and girded about the chest with a golden band. His head and hair were white as snow and his eyes like a flame of fire. His feet were like fine brass as if refined in a furnace and his voice it has the sound of many waters. Jesus had in his right hand Seven stars out of his mouth went a two-edged sword. His countenance was like the sun shining in his strength. Revelation 2, verse 8. John should write to the angel of the church of Smyrna. From the first and the last who was dead and came to life. Revelation 3, verse 14. And to the angel of the church of the Laodiceans or Laodiceans write, these things says the Amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. Revelation 4, verses 8 through 11. The four living creatures, each having six wings and were full of eyes around and within, they do not rest day or night, saying, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. Whenever the living creatures give glory and honor and thanks to him, which is to God, who sits on the throne and lives forever, the 24 elders fall down before him and worship him and cast their crowns before the throne, saying, You are worthy, O Lord, 
to receive glory and honor and power for you created all things and by your will they exist and were created. Zechariah 12 verse 1, the burden of the world of the Lord against Israel, thus says the Lord who stretches out the heavens, lays the foundation of the earth and forms the spirit of man within him. Revelation 5 verse Verses 13 through 14, and every creature which is in heaven, on earth, and under it, and such as are in the sea, and all that are in them, he heard saying, Blessing and honor and glory and power be to him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb forever and ever. Then the four living creatures said, Amen. The 24 elders fell down and worshiped him who lives forever and ever. Revelation 2, verse 18. John writes to the church of Thyatira, these things says the Son of God who has eyes like a flame of fire and his feet like fine brass. Revelation 10 verses 5 through 6, the angel John saw standing on the sea and on the land raised up his hand to heaven and swore by him who lives forever and ever, who created heaven and the things that are in it, the earth and the things that are in it, and the sea and the things that are in it, that there should be delay no longer. Revelation 11, verses 15 through 17. The seventh angel sounded loud voices in heaven, saying, The kingdoms of the world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. Twenty-four elders who sat before God on their thrones fell on their faces and worshipped God, saying, We give you thanks, O Lord God Almighty, the one who is and was and is to come, because you have taken your great power and reign. Revelation 1, verses 17 through 18. And when he saw Jesus, John fell at his feet as if dead, but Jesus laid his right hand on him, saying, Do not be afraid. I am the first and the last, and I am he who lives and was dead. And behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. Revelation 14, verses 6 through 7. John saw another angel flying in the midst of heaven, having having the everlasting gospel to preach to those who dwell on the earth, to every nation, tribe, tongue, and people, saying with a loud voice, Fear God and give glory to him, for the hour of his judgment has come. Worship him who made heaven and earth and the sea and springs of water. Revelation 19, verse 11, John saw the heaven opened and behold a white horse, and he who sat on him was called faithful and true. In righteousness he judges and makes war. His eyes were like flames of fire, and on his head were many crowns. He had a name written that no one knew except himself. He was clothed with a robe dipped in the blood, and his name is called the Word of God. Revelation 19, verses 14 through 16. The armies in heaven, clothed in fine linen, white and clean, followed him on white horses. Out of his mouth goes a sharp sword that with it he should strike the nations. He himself will rule them with a rod of iron. He himself treads the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of Almighty God. He has on his robe and on his thigh a name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Revelation 21, verse 6, he said to John, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give of the fountain of water of life freely to him who thirsts. Revelation 22, verses 11 through 17, he says to John, Do not Seal the words of this prophecy of this book, for the time, time is at hand. He was unjust, let him be unjust still. He was filthy, let him be filthy still. Who is He who is righteous, let him be righteous still. He who is holy, let him be holy still. Behold, I am coming quickly, and my reward is with me. To give to 
everyone according to his work. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. Blessed are those who do his commandments that they may have the right to the tree of life and many enter through the gates into the city, but outside are dogs and sorcerers, sexually immoral, murderers and idolaters and whoever loves and practices a lie. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify to you these things in the churches. I am the root of the, and the offspring of David, the bright and morning star. The spirit and the bride say, come. And let him who hears say, come. And let him who thirsts come. Whoever desires, let him take the water of life freely. Within brackets, the description of God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit analysis. Although the book of Zechariah doesn't have as many passages stating that God is the creator of everything, is the first and last, the Alpha and the Omega, and the beginning and the end, the way that Revelation does, what the book of Zechariah says is still pretty significant, and it's consistent with what the apostle says in Revelation. Zechariah 12, verse 1, where he states, the burden of the word of the Lord against Israel, thus says the Lord who stretches out the heavens, lays the foundation of the earth, and forms the spirit of man within him. The next subtopic is Babylon. Revelation 14, verse 8, another angel followed, saying, Babylon, that great city has fallen, because she made all nations drink of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. Zechariah 2, verses 6 through 9, up, up. Flee from the land of the north, says the Lord, for I have spread you abroad like the four winds of heaven, says the Lord. Up, Zion, escape, you who dwell in with the daughter of Babylon, for thus says the Lord of hosts, who sent me after glory to the nations which plunder you, for he who touches you touches the apple of his eye. For surely I will shame my hands against them, and they shall become spoil for their servants. Then you will know that the Lord of hosts has sent me. Revelation 16, verse 19. The great city was divided into three parts, and the cities of the nations fell. And the great Babylon was remembered before God to give her the cup of the wine of the fierceness of his wrath. Revelation 18, verse 1 through 3. After these things, John saw another angel coming from heaven, having great authority, and the earth was illuminated with his glory. He cried, Mightily saying loudly, Babylon the great has fallen and has become a dwelling place of demons, a prison for every foul spirit and the cage of every unclean and hated bird. All the nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. The kings of the earth have committed fornication with her and the merchants of the earth have become rich through the abundance of her luxury. Zechariah 5 verses 5 through 11. And then the angel who talked with Zechariah came and said to him, lift up your eyes, lift your eyes now and see what this is that goes forth. So he asked, what is it? And he, which is the angel, said, it is a basket that is going forth. He also said, this is a resemblance throughout the earth. Here is a lead disc lifted up, and this is a woman sitting inside the basket. Then he said, this is wickedness. And he thrust her down into the basket and threw the lead cover over its mouth. And Zechariah raised his eyes and looked, and, where, and there were two women coming with the wind in their wings, for they had wings like the wings of a stork, and they lifted the basket between the earth and the heaven. He's describing angels or, or heavenly creatures. So Zechariah said to the angel, oh, it is angel, who talked with him, where are they carrying the basket? 
he said, to build a house for it is the land of Shinar, which is, I looked it up to see what it is, and it's another name for Babylon. When it is ready, the basket will be set there on a base. Revelation 18, verses 4 through 16. John heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, lest you share in her sins, and lest you receive of her plagues. For her sins have reached to heaven, and God has remembered her iniquities. Render to her as she did to you, but repay her double, because she glorified herself and lived luxuriously. In the same measure, give her torment and sorrow. For she says, I sit as a queen and not and will not see sorrow. Therefore, her plagues will come in one day, death and mourning and famine. She, within brackets, this is the city of Babylon, will be utterly burned with fire, for strong is the Lord God who let, judges her. The kings of the earth who committed fornication and lived luxuriously with her will weep and lament for her when they see the smoke of her burning, saying, Alas, that great city Babylon, that mighty city, for in one hour your judgment has come, the merchants will weep and mourn over her, for no one buys their merchandise of gold, precious stone, and pearls, etc. At the end, if you look at the table, it's like got 20 more verses of all the different merchandise that was sold in Babylon or other wicked cities. Zechariah 11, verses 1 through 6. Open your doors, O Lebanon, that fire may devour your cedars. Well, O Cyprus, for the cedar has fallen, because the mighty trees are ruined. Well, O oaks of Bashan, for the thick forest has come down. There is sound of wailing shepherds, for the glory is in ruins. There is the sound of roaring lions, for the pride of the Jordan, which is the Jordan River, is in ruins. Thus says the Lord my God, feed the flock for slaughter, whose owners slaughter them and feel no guilt. Those who sell them say, Blessed be the Lord, for I am rich. And their shepherds do not pity them, for I will no longer pity the inhabitants of that land. I will not deliver them from their land. Revelation 18, 21, verses 21 through 22. A mighty angel took up a stone like a great millstone and threw it into the sea, saying, Thus with violence, the great city Babylon shall be thrown down and shall not be found anymore. The sound of harpists and musicians and flautists and trumpeters shall not be heard in you anymore. No craftsman or any craft shall be found in you anymore. The sound of a millstone shall not be heard in you anymore. I have etc. because there's like 15, 20 more verses of all the things that won't be heard in Babylon anymore when it's destroyed. Revelation 18, verse 24. In her was found the blood of prophets and saints and all who were slain on the earth. Revelation 19, verses 1 through 3. After these things, John heard a loud voice in heaven saying, Alleluia, salvation and glory and honor and power belong to the Lord our God. For true and righteous are his judgments, because he has judged the great harlot who, who corrupted the earth with her fornication, and he has avenged on her the blood of his servants shed by her. Again, they say, Alleluia, her smoke rises up forever and ever. Within brackets, this is Babylon analysis. Although the both the book of Zechariah and Revelation are very consistent. I'm not going to analyze them any further. I received some unrequested literature in the mail that stated that Babylon, that is to be destroyed, is the Vatican. I can not tell you for sure, but I really think that what was in the Bible is an analogy speaking of Babylon in relation 
to all the corrupt cities, merchants, etc., that lead others away from their focus in Christ, our Lord, and his commandments. I went to yourdictionary.com at https colon double backslash examples e-x-a-m-p-l-e-s dot your dictionary y-o-u-r-d-i-c-t-i-o-n-a-r-y dot com slash analogy a-n-a-l-o-g-y hyphen not underscore but hyphen e-x dot html I got the following information that explains what the analogy is. Although the their topic was analogy examples, I didn't copy all the examples. I just copied the meaning of the analogy. At its most basic, an analogy is a comparison of two things to show their similarities. Sometimes the things being compared are quite similar, but other times they can be very different. Nevertheless, in an analogy, an analogy explains one thing in terms of another to highlight the ways in which they are alike. Within brackets, again, although I can't tell you for sure, I think the information in this book of the Bible, or these books of the Bible about Babylon, are done as an example of all corrupt cities, merchants, etc., who lead people astray. Doesn't matter that I don't have a definitive answer for this, or for the other information related to the literature I received in the mail. No, it doesn't. I will explain further in the end of the world prediction analysis. The next topic. What the Bible says some of these signs mean. Revelation 1, 9, verses 19 through 20, write the things which you have seen and the things which will take place after this. The mystery of the seven stars which you saw in my right hand are the angels of the seven churches, and the, gold, and the seven golden lampstands are the seven churches. Zechariah 4, verses 1 through 5, now the angel who talked with Zechariah came back and wakened him as a man who is wakened out of his sleep. And he, which is the angel, said to him, What do you see? So Zechariah said, I'm looking, and there is a lampstand of solid gold with a bowl on top of it, and the seven lamps with seven pipes to the seven lamps. I think it's the glass part that goes to the lamp, the lantern, but I can't tell you for sure, but that's what I think. Well, I mean, when they say the pipes. Two olive trees are by it. One at the right of the bowl and one and the other at its left. So he answered and spoke to the angel who talked with him, saying, What are these, my lord? Then the angel who talked with him answered and said to him, Do you not know what these are? Zechariah said, No, my lord. So in Zechariah 4, verses 8 through 10, the angel explains to Zechariah what these things are. And what they meant. Moreover, the word of the Lord came to Zechariah, saying, The hands of Zerubbabel have laid the foundation of this temple. His land hands shall also finish it. Then you will know that the Lord of hosts has sent me to you. For who has despised the day of small things? For these seven rejoice to see the plumb line in the hand of Zerubbabel. These are the eyes of the Lord, which stand to and fro throughout the whole world. Zechariah 4, verses 11 through 14. Then Zechariah answered and said to him, What are these two olive trees at the right of the lampstand and at its left? Zechariah further answered, The angel further answered Zechariah and said to him, What are these two um, olive branches that drip? No, Zechariah further asked, what are these two 
All our branches that drip into the receptacles of the two gold pipes from which the two the golden oil drains. Then he, which is the angel, answered me, which is Zechariah, and said, Do you not know what these two are? Zechariah said, No. My Lord, so he said, These are the two anointed ones who stand beside the Lord of the whole earth. Revelation 5, verse 6. Um, John saw in the midst of the throne and of the four living creatures in the midst of the elders stood a lamb as though it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth. Revelation 18, verses 9 through 18. This is when the, the angel tells John, here is the mind which has wisdom. The seven heads are the seven mountains on which a woman sits. There are also seven kings. Five have fallen, one is, and the other has not yet come. When he comes, he must continue a short time. The beast that was and is not is himself also the eighth and is coming out of the seventh and is going to perdition. The ten horns are ten kings who have received no kingdom yet but they receive authority for one hour as kings with the beast. These are of one mind, and they give their power and authority to the beast. These will make war with the lamb, and the lambs, Jesus and Christians, I mean, Jesus and his Christians, and the lamb will overcome them, for he is the Lord of lords and king of kings, and those who are with him are called, chosen and faithful. The angel told John, the waters which you saw where the harlot, are the peoples, multitudes, nations, and tongues. The ten horns you saw on the beast, these will hate the harlot and make her desolate and naked, eat her flesh and burn her with fire. For God has put it into their hearts. Remember, those are ten kings that haven't happened, come yet as of the writing of the Bible. Desolate naked and eat her flesh and burn her with fire. For God has put it into their hearts to fulfill his purpose and to be of one mind and to give their kingdom to the beast until the words of God are fulfilled. The woman whom you saw is that great city which reigns over the kings of the earth, which is Babylon. But the thing is, I still think it's um, an analogy for all evils, corrupt cities or cities that tend to lead people astray and have a lot of wicked things and that corrupt people. But that's my interpretation. Revelation 16 verses 12 through 16. The sixth angel poured out his bowl on the great river Euphrates and its water was dried up so that the way of the kings from the east might be prepared. John saw three unclean spirits like frogs coming out of the mouth of the dragon and out of the mouth of the beast and out of the mouth of the false prophets. They are, I have within brackets of that, because it made more sense, spirits of demons performing signs which go out to the kings of the earth and of the whole world to gather them to the battle of the great day of God Almighty. Behold, I am coming as a thief. Blessed is he who watches and keeps his garments, lest he walk naked and they see his shame. They gathered them together to the place called in Hebrew Armageddon. Revelation 18, verses 9 through 18. The angel tells John, here is the mind which has wisdom. The seven heads are seven mountains on which the woman sits. There are also seven kings, five have fallen. I think I just read this, but maybe it was in a previous thing. 
I think it was when I was telling about Babylon, but I'm not sure. If I read it twice in the same section, forgive me. Five have fallen. One is the other, and the other has not yet come. When he comes, he must continue a short time. The beast that was and is not is himself also the eighth and is of the seventh and is going to perdition. The ten horns are ten kings who have received no kingdom yet, but they receive authority for one hour as kings with the beast. Their These are of one mind, and they will give their power and authority to the beast. These will make war with the lamb, and the lamb will overcome them, for he is Lord of lords and king of kings, and those who are with him are called, chosen, and faithful, the angel, of, the angel told John. The waters which you saw, where the harlot sits are peoples, multitudes, nations, and tongues. The ten horns you saw on the beast, these will hate the harlot and make her desolate and naked. Eat her flesh and burn her with fire. For God has put it into their hearts to fulfill his purpose to be of one mind and to give their kingdom to the beast until the words of God are fulfilled. The woman to whom you saw that great city Babylon, city, which is Babylon, which reigns over the kings and the earth. Within brackets, what the Bible says, some of these signs means analysis. Since I've written exactly what the Bible says these particular end-of-world prophecies mean, there's no need for analysis. Now we're going to get into the section of end-of-world predictions. thing I need to tell you is I copied not all of Revelation, but all of the Revelation predictions are in order. But since there isn't always a, a good way to match up the the passages from Zechariah, I put them here, there, and everywhere. But the things from Revelation are in order. Okay, Revelation, which is the first seal. He took and behold a white horse, and he sat on it and had a bow, a bow and a crown had, was given to him. And he went out conquering and to conquer. Revelation 6, verse 4, this is the second seal. A fiery red horse went out, and it was granted to the one who sat on it to take peace from the earth and that people should kill one another and there was given him a great sword. Zechariah 1 verses 18, 8 through 16. I, Zechariah, saw by night a, and a man riding on a red horse and it stood among the myrtle trees in the, in the hollow. And behind him were horses, red, sorrel, and white. Then he said, my Lord, what are these? So the angel who talked with him said, I will show you what they are. The man who stood among the myrtle trees answered and said, These are the ones whom the Lord has sent to walk to and fro throughout the earth. So they answered the angel of the Lord who stood among the myrtle trees. I'm sorry, I lost my spot. I'm looking for myrtle trees. Ah. And said, we have walked to and fro throughout the earth, and all the earth is resting quietly. Then the angel of the Lord answered and said, O Lord of hosts, how long will you not have mercy on Jerusalem and on the cities of Judah against which you were angry these 70 years? And the Lord answered the angel who walked with Zechariah with good and comforting words. So the angel who spoke with Zechariah said to him, Proclaim, saying, Thus says the Lord of hosts. I'm zealous for Jerusalem and for Zion with great zeal. I am exceedingly angry with the nations that eat. For I was a little angry and they helped, but with evil intent. Therefore, thus says the Lord, I am returning to Jerusalem with mercy. My house 
shall be built in it, says the Lord of hosts, and a surveyor's line shall be stretched out over Jerusalem. Revelation 6, verse 6, and this is the third seal. He heard a voice in the midst of the four living creatures saying, a quart of wheat for a denarius and three quarts of barley for a denarius, and do not harm the oil and the wine. Revelation 6, verse 8, this is the fourth seal. He saw a pale horse, and the name of him who sat on it was Death, and Hades followed with him. Power was given to him over one quarter of the earth to kill with the sword, with hunger, with death, and with the beasts of the earth. Revelation 6, verse, verses 9 through 11, this is the fifth seal. When he opened the fifth seal, John saw under the altar the souls of those who had been slain for the word of God and for the testimony which they held. They cried with a loud voice saying, how long, O Lord, holy and true, until you judge and avenge our blood on those who dwell on the earth? Then a white robe was given to each of them and was said to them that they should rest a little while longer until both the number of their fellow servants and their brethren who would be killed as they were was completed. Revelation 5 verses 1 through 4, then Zechariah turned and raised his eyes and saw there a flying scroll. He, which is the angel, said to Zechariah, what do you see? So he answered, I see flying scroll. Its length is 20 cubits and its width 10 cubits. Then he said to Zechariah, this is the curse that goes out over the face of the whole earth. Every thief shall be expelled according to this side of the scroll. Every thief shall be expelled according to this side of the scroll. And every perjurer shall be expelled according to that side of it. I will send out the curse, says the Lord of hosts. It shall enter the house of the thief and the house of the one who swears falsely by my name. It shall remain in the midst of his house and consume it with its timber and stone. Revelation 6, verses 12 through 17. This is the sixth seal. John looked when he opened the sixth seal, and behold, there was a great earthquake, and the sun became black as sackcloth of hair, and the moon became like blood, and the stars of heaven fell to the earth as a fig tree drops its late figs when it is shaken by a mighty wind. The sky receded as a scroll when it is rolled up, and every mountain and island was moved out of its place. The king of the earth, great men, Rich men, commanders, mighty men, every slave and every man, every free man hid themselves in the caves and the rocks of the mountains and said to the mountains and the rocks, fall on us and hide us from the face of him who sits on the throne from the wrath of the Lamb. For the great day of his wrath has come and who is able to stand? Zechariah 7 verses 4 through 14. Then the word of the Lord of hosts came to me saying, say to all the people of the land, to the priests and to the priests when you Fasted and mourned in the fifth and the seventh months during those 70 years. Did you really fast for me? For me? When you eat and when you drink, do you not eat and drink for yourself? Should you not have obeyed the words which the Lord proclaimed through the former prophets when Jerusalem and the cities around it were inhabited and prosperous and the south and the lowlands were inhabited? Then the word of the Lord came to Zechariah saying, execute true justice. Show mercy and compassion. Everyone to his brother, do not oppress the widow or the fatherless, the alien or the poor. Let none of you plan evil in his heart against his brother. But they refused to heed, shrugged their shoulders and stopped their ears so that they could not hear. Yes, they made their hearts like flint, refusing to hear the law and the words which the Lord of hosts had sent by his Holy Spirit, 
by his spirit to the former prophets. Thus great wrath came from the Lord of hosts. Therefore it happened that just as he proclaimed and they would not hear, so they called out and I would not listen, says the Lord of hosts, but I scattered them with a whirlwind among the nations which they had not known. Thus the land came, became desolate after them so that no one passed through or returned, for they made the pleasant land desolate. Revelation 7, verses 2 through 8, John saw another angel ascending from the east, having the seal of the living God, and he cried with a loud voice to the four angels, to whom it was granted to harm the earth and the sea, saying, Do not harm the earth, sea, or the trees, till we have sealed the servants of our God in, in the, on their foreheads. John heard the number of those sealed, 144,000 of all the tribes of the children of Israel were sealed. 12,000 each of the following tribes were sealed, tribes of Judah, Reuben, Gad, Asher, Naphtali, Manasseh, Simeon, Levi, Issachar, Zebulun, Joseph, and Benjamin. Zechariah 3, verses 1 through 2. Then he showed me Joshua, the high priest, standing before the angel of the Lord, and Satan standing at his right hand to oppose him. And the Lord said to Satan, the Lord rebuke you, Satan. The Lord who has chosen Jerusalem rebuke you. It is, is this not a brand plucked from the fire? I think that's a brand like brand house plucked from the fire, you know, like when they heat it up. I might be wrong, but that's what I think. Revelation 7, verse 9 through 12. After these, John saw a great multitude, which no one could number of all nations, tribes, peoples and tongues standing before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed with white robes and palm branches in their hands. They were crying with a loud voice, saying, Salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. All the angels stood around the throne and the elders and the four living creatures and fell on their faces before the throne and worshiped God, saying, Amen, blessing and glory and wisdom, thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever and ever. Amen. Zechariah 2, verses 10 through 13. Sing and rejoice, O daughter of Zion, for behold, I am coming and I will dwell in your midst, says the Lord. Many nations shall be joined to the Lord in that day, and they shall become my people. I will dwell in your midst. Then you will know that the Lord of hosts has sent me to you, and the Lord will take possession of Judah as his inheritance in the Holy Land, and will again choose Jerusalem. Be silent, all fresh before the Lord. For he is aroused from his holy habitation. Revelation 7 verses 13 through 14. And I have to tell you, when it says be fresh, be silent, all fresh. I know it's, it must say something else that the, the automatic word check thing probably put another word in there. And I can't tell you right now what it is, but I will try to correct it before I put it on the Internet for those who want to read this research in its entirety. Revelation 7 verses 13 through 14. One of the elders answered John saying, who are these arrayed in white robes and where did they come from? John told him that he knew. He, the angel knew. So he, the angel, told John. They are the ones who come from out of the great tribulation and washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Zechariah 9, verses 14 through 15. Then the Lord will be seen over them and his arrow will go forth like lightning. The Lord God will blow the trumpet and go with whirlwinds from the south. 
The Lord of hosts will defend them. They shall devour and subdue with slingstones. I think that's like a slingshot, but I'm not sure. They shall drink and roar. Of course, be like a catapult. I don't know. They shall drink and roar as if it were, as if with wine. They shall be filled with blood like basins, like the corners of the altar. Revelation 8, verses 5 through 6. This is the seventh seal. Then the angel took the censer, filled it with fire from the altar, and threw it to the earth. There were noises, thunderings, lightnings, and earthquakes. So the seven angels sounded who had the seven trumpets prepared for them to sound. Revelation 8, verse 7. This is the first angel sounded, and hail and fire followed. Mingled with blood, and they were thrown to the earth. One third of the trees were burned up, and all the green grass was burned up. Revelation 8, verses 8 through 9, the second angel sounded, and something like a great mountain burning with fire was thrown into the sea. One-third of the sea became blood, and one-third of the living creatures in the sea died, and one-third of the ships were destroyed. Revelation 8, verses 10 through 11, the third angel sounded, and a great star fell from heaven, burning like a torch, and fell on one-third of the rivers and springs of water. The name of the star is Wormwood, and one-third of the water became Wormwood. Wormwood, and many men died from the water because it was made bitter. Revelation 8, verses 12 through 13, the fourth angel sounded. One-third of the sun was struck, one-third of the moon was struck, and one-third of the stars were darkened. And one-third of the day did not shine, and likewise the night. So it's not one-third plus one-third plus one-third. To make three-thirds and then there's another third, it's like one-third of each of these did not shine. So one-third of the, the day did not shine, and likewise, one-third of the night did not shine. John looked and heard an angel flying through the midst of heaven, saying with a loud voice, Woe, woe, woe to the inhabitants of the earth because of the remaining blast of the trumpet and of the three angels who are about to sound. Revelation 9, verses 1 through 4, the fifth angel sounded. And John saw a star fallen from heaven to the earth. To him was given the key of the bottomless pit. He opened the bottomless pit and smoke arose out of the pit like the smoke of a great furnace. So the sun and the air were darkened because of the smoke of the pit. Then out of the smoke locusts came upon the earth and to them was given power as the scorpions of the earth have power. They were commanded not to harm the grass of the earth or any green thing or any tree but only those men who did not have the seal of God on their forehead. Revelation 9, verses 10 through 12, they had tails, they, the, the, the locusts, they had tails like scorpions, and, they were, and there were stings in their tails. Their power was to hurt men five months. They had a king over them, the angel of the bottomless pit, whose name, is, name in Hebrew is Abaddon, but in Greek has the name Apollyon. One woe is past. Behold, still two more woes are coming after these things. Zechariah 1, verses 18 through 21. Then I, Zechariah, raised my eyes and looked, and there were four horns. I said to the angels who talked with me, what are these? So he answered me, these are the horns that have scattered Judah, Israel, and Jerusalem. Then the Lord showed me four craftsmen. Zechariah said, what are these coming to do? So he said, these are the horns that scattered Judah so that no one could lift up his head. But the craftsmen are coming to terrify them, to cast out the horns of the nations that lifted up their horn against the land of Judah to scatter it. Revelation 9, verses 13 through 
21, the sixth angel sounded, and John heard a voice from the four horns of the golden altar, which is before God, saying to the sixth angel who had the trumpet, release the four angels who are bound at the great river Euphrates. So the four angels who had been prepared for the hour and the day and the month and year were released to kill one-third of mankind. John heard the number of the army of the horsemen was 200 million. He saw the horse, horses in the vision. Those who sat on them had breastplates of fire, fiery red, hyacinth blue, and sulfur yellow. And the heads of the horses were like the heads of lions. And out of their mouths came fire, smoke, and brimstone. By these three plagues, one-third of mankind was killed by fire and smoke and brimstone, which came out of their mouths. For their power is in their mouths and tails, for their tails are like serpents, having heads, and with them they do harm. The rest of mankind who were not killed by these plagues did not repent of the works of their hands, for that they should not worship demons and idols of gold and silver and brass and stone and wood, which can neither see nor hear nor walk. And they did not repent of their murders or their sorceries or their sexual immorality or their thefts. Zechariah 10, verses Two through three. For the idols speak delusion, the diviners envision lies and tell false dreams. Their comfort, they comfort in vain. Therefore, the people wend their way like sheep. They are in trouble because there is no shepherd. My anger is so kindled against the shepherds, I will punish the goat herds. For the Lord of hosts will visit his flock, the house of Judah, and will make them as his royal house in battle, as his royal horse in battle. Revelation 10, verses 1 through 11, John saw another mighty angel coming down from heaven, clothed with a cloud, and a rainbow was on his head. His face was like sun, and his feet like pillars of fire. He had a little book open in his hand, and he set his right foot on the sea and his left foot on the land and cried with a loud voice, as when a lion roars. When he cried out, seven thunders uttered their voices. When the seven thunders uttered their voices, John was about to write, but heard a voice saying to him, Seal up the things which the seven thunders uttered, and do not write them. The angel saw John standing on the sea and on the land, raised up his hand to heaven, and swore by him who lives forever and ever, who created heaven and the things that are in it, and the earth and the things that are in it, and the sea and the things that are in it, that there should be delay no longer. But in the day of days of the sounding of the seventh angel, when he is about to sound, the mystery of God would be finished as he declared to his servants and the prophets. Then the voice that he heard from heaven spoke to him again and said, Go, take the little book which is open in the hand of the angel who stands on the sea and on the earth. So John went to the angel and said to him, Give me the little book. And he said to John, Take it and eat it, and it will make your stomach bitter, but it will be as sweet as honey in your mouth. Then John took the little book out of the angel's hand and ate it, and it became as sweet as honey in his mouth. But when he had eaten it, his stomach became bitter. He said to John, you must prophesy again about many peoples, nations, and tongues, and kings, but leave out the court which is outside the temple. And do not measure it, for it has been given to the Gentiles, and they will tread the holy city underfoot for 42 months. Revelation 11, verses 3 through 6. I will give power to my two witnesses, and they will prophesy 1,260 days clothed in sackcloth. 
These are two olive trees and the two lampstands standing before the God of the earth. If anyone wants to harm them, fire proceeds from their mouth and devours their enemies. If anyone wants to harm them, he must be killed in this manner. These have power to shut heaven so no rain falls on the earth of their prophecy, and they have power over waters and to turn them to blood and to strike the earth with plagues as often as they desire. Zechariah 13, verses 7 through 9. Awake, O sword, against my shepherd, against the man who is my companion, says the Lord of hosts. Strike the shepherd, and the sheep will be scattered. Then I will turn my hand against the little one. And it shall come to pass in all the land, says the Lord, that two-thirds in it shall be cut off and die, but one-third shall be left in it. I will bring the one-third through the fire, will refine them as silver is refined, and test them as gold is tested. They will call on my name and I will answer them and I will say, this is my people. And each one will say, the Lord is my God. Revelation 11 verses 7 through 12. When they finish their testimony, the beast that ascends out of the bottomless pit will make war against them, overcome them and kill them. Their dead bodies will lie in the streets of the great city, which spiritually is called Sodom and Egypt, where also our Lord was crucified. Then those from the people, tribes, tongues, and nations will see their dead bodies three and a half days and will not allow their bodies to be put into grave. Those who dwell in the earth will rejoice over them and make merry and send gifts to one another because these two prophets tormented those who dwell on the earth. After three and a half days, the breath of life from God entered them and they, this is the two, entered the two witnesses, and they stood on their feet and great fear fell on those who saw them. And they heard a loud voice from heaven saying to them, Come up here. And they ascended to heaven in a cloud, and their enemies saw them. Zechariah 14, verses 12 through 15. And this shall be the plague which the Lord shall strike all the people who fought against Jerusalem. Their flesh shall dissolve. And with the, a note in the Bible says, for the dissolve, it means decay. While they stand on their feet, their eyes shall dissolve in their sockets, and their tongues shall dissolve in their mouths. So all of those are supposed to decay. It shall come to pass in that day that a great panic from the Lord will be among them. Everyone will seize the hand of his neighbor and raise his hand against his neighbor's hand. Judah will also fight at Jerusalem, and the wealth of the surrounding nations shall be gathered together, gold and silver and apparel and great abundance. Such also shall be the plague on the horse and the mule, on the camel and the donkey and on the cattle that will be in those camps. So shall these things, these, this plague be. Revelation 11 verses 13 through 14. In the same hour there was a great earthquake. One tenth of the city fell. And in the earthquake 7,000 people were killed and the rest were afraid and gave glory to the God of heaven. The second woe was past. Behold, the third woe was coming quickly. Revelation 11, verses 15 through 19. The seventh angel sounded loud voices in heaven, saying, The kingdom of this world have become the kingdom of our Lord and his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. Twenty-four elders who sat before God on their thrones fell on their faces and worshiped God, saying, We give you thanks, O Lord God Almighty, the one who is and was and is to come, because you have taken your great power and reigned. The nations were angry and your wrath has come and the time of the dead that they should be judged and that you should reward your servants, the prophets and the saints and those who fear your name, small and great, and should destroy those who destroy the earth. 
Then the temple of God was opened in heaven, and the ark of his covenant was seen in his temple. There were lightnings and noises, thundering and earthquake and great hell. Revelation 12, verses 1 through 6. A great sign appeared in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet, and on her head was a garland of 12 stars. Then, being with child, she cried out in labor and pain to get came to give birth, another sign appeared in heaven. Behold, a great fiery red dragon having seven heads and ten horns and seven diadems, which are crowns on his head. His tail drew one third of the stars of heaven and threw them to the earth. The dragon stood before the woman who was about, was ready to give birth to devour. The, the dragon's trying to devour her child as soon as it was born. She bore a male child who was, about, who was to rule all nations with a rod of iron. Her child was caught up to God and his throne. So they're talking about Jesus. Um, the woman fled into the wilderness where she was, where she has a place prepared by God that they should feed her there 1,260 days. Revelation 12, verses 7 through 9. And war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought with the dragon and the dragon and his Angels fought, but they did not prevail, nor was a place found for them in heaven any longer. The great dragon was cast out, and the serpent of old called the devil and Satan, who deceived the whole world. He was cast into the earth, and his angels were cast out with them. Revelation 12, verses 12 through 17. Rejoice, O heavens, and you who dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and the sea. For the devil has come down to you and having great wrath because he knows that he has a short time. And that they're talking about he has a short time to lead people astray. When the uh, dragon saw that he has been cast to the earth, he persecuted the woman who gave birth to the male child, which is Jesus. Um, the woman was given two wings of a great eagle, eagle that she might fly into the wilderness to her place where she is nourished for a time and times and a half a time from the presence of the presence of the serpent the serpent spewed water out of his mouth like a flood after the woman that he might cause her to be carried away by the flood but the earth helped the woman and the earth opened its mouth and swallowed the flood which the dragon had spewed out of his mouth the dragon was enraged with the woman and he went to make war with the rest of her offspring, which is symbolically that's the Christian, the rest of the Christians who keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. Revelation 13, verses 1 through 10, John stood on the sand and of the sea and saw the beast rising out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns, each with a crown, and on his head was a blasphemous name. The beast he saw was like a leopard. His feet were like the feet of a bear and his mouth like the lion. The dragon gave him power, his throne, and great authority. He saw one of the heads had been mortally wounded and his deadly wound was healed. All the world marveled and followed the beast. They worshiped the dragon who gave authority to the beast and worshiped the beast saying, who is like the beast? Who is able to make war with him? He who has given a mouth he was given a mouth speaking great things, blasphemous, and given authority to continue 42 months. Then he opened his mouth in blasphemy against God to blaspheme his name, his tabernacle, and those who dwell in heaven. 
It was granted him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. Authority was given him over every tribe, tongue, and nation. All who dwell on the earth will worship him, whose names have not been written in the book of life of the Lamb, slain from the foundation of the world. If anyone has an ear to hear, let him hear. He who leads into captivity shall go into captivity. He, he who kills with the sword must be killed with the sword. Here is the patience and the faith of the saints. Revelation 13, verses 11 through 18, John saw another beast coming out, out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb and spoke like a dragon. He exercises all the authority of the first beast in his presence and causes the earth and those who dwell in it to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed. He performed great signs so that even that he even makes fire come down from heaven on earth in the sight of men. He deceives those who dwell on the earth by those signs which was granted him to do. He was granted to do in the sight of the beast, telling those who dwell on the earth to make an image to the beast who was wounded by the sword and lived. He was granted power to give breath to the image and to the beast should and should both speak and cause as many as would not worship the image of the beast to be killed. He causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand and on their forehead, and that no man may buy or sell except one who has the mark of the name of the beast or the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man. His number is 666. I think many people are listening just for that part. Revelation 14, verses 1 through 5, John saw a lamb standing on Mount Zion, and with him 144,000, having his father's name written on their foreheads. Revelation 14, verses 6 through 7, John saw another angel flying in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel to preach to those who dwell on the earth, to every nation, tribe, tongue, and people, saying with a loud voice, Fear God, give glory to him, for the hour of his judgment has come. Worship him who has made heaven and earth and the sea and the springs of water. Revelation 14, verses 9 through 11. Then a third angel following, saying, If anyone worships the beast in his image and receives his mark on his forehead or his hand, he himself shall also drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured out full strength into the cup of his indignation. He shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels, in the presence of the Lamb. The smoke of their torment ascends forever and ever. They have no rest day or night who worship the beast in his image and whoever receives the mark of his name. Revelation 14 verses 12 through 20. John heard a voice from heaven saying to him, Right, blessed are the dead who die in the Lord. From now on they may rest from their labors and works and works follow him. them. Says the spirit, he saw a white cloud with with one like the son of man sitting on it, having a golden crown on his head and a sharp sickle in his hand. Another angel came out of the temple, crying with a loud voice to him who sat on the cloud, Rest in your sickle and reap, for the time has come for you to reap, for the harvest of the earth is ripe. So he who had set, for he who sat on the cloud thrust in his sickle on the earth, and the earth was reaped. Zechariah 14, verses 3 through 7. Then the Lord will go forth and fight against the nations. 
as he fights in the day of battle. And in that day, his feet will stand on the Mount of Olives, which faces Jerusalem on the east, and the Mount of Olives shall be split in two from east to west, making a very large valley. Half on, of the mountains shall move toward the north and half of it toward the south. Then you shall flee through my mountain valley, for the mountain valley shall re reach to Azal, Azal, Yes, you shall flee as you fled from the earthquake in the days of Uzziah, king of Judah. Thus the Lord my God will come and all the saints with you. It shall come to pass in that day that there will be no light, that light, that lights will diminish. It shall be one day which is known to the Lord, neither day nor light, neither day nor night. But at evening time it shall happen that it will be light. Revelation 14, verses 19 through 20. So the angel thrust in his sickle into the earth and gathered the vine of the earth and threw it into the great wine press of the wrath of God. The wine press was trampled outside the city and blood came out of the wine press of the wrath of God up to the horse's bridles for 1,600 furlongs. Revelation 5, verses 1 through 2. John saw another sign in heaven. Great and marvelous, seven angels having the seven last plagues, for in them the wrath of God is complete. He saw something like a sea of glass mingled with fire, and those who have the victory over the beast and his image and his mark and over the number of his name, standing and on the sea of glass having hearts of gold, uh, hearts of God. Revelation 16, verse 2, the first angel went and poured out his bowl upon the earth and a foul and loathsome sore came upon the men who had the mark of the beast and those who worshiped his image zechariah 10 verse 11 he shall pass through the sea with affliction and strike the waves of the sea and the depths of the river shall dry up then the pride of assyria shall be brought down and the scepter of egypt shall depart revelation 16 verse 3 the Second angel poured out his bowl on the sea, and it became blood as of a dead man, and every living creature in the sea died. Revelation 16, verses 4 through 7. The third angel poured out his bowl on the rivers and springs of the water, and they became blood. He heard the angel of the water saying, You are righteous, O Lord, the one who is and was and is to be, because you have judged. These things, for they have shed the blood of saints and prophets, and you have given them blood to drink, for it is their just due. Here's another from the altar saying, Even so, Lord God Almighty, true and righteous are your judgments. Revelation 16, verses 8 through 9. The fourth angel poured out his bowl on the sun, and the power was given to him to scorch men with fire. Men were scorched with great heat, and they blasphemed the name of God who has power over these plagues, and they did not repent and give him glory. And I think it's important if you paid attention or pay attention all the times where people didn't repent because God's given people chances to learn that Jesus Christ is their Savior and for them to change from their evil ways. And anyone, even if they were really evil and if they changed from their evil ways and learned that Jesus Christ is their Lord and Savior, they could still go to heaven. But this keeps saying that they didn't repent. They didn't repent. Okay. Uh, Revelation 16.10, the 15th angel poured out his bowl on the throne and the beast 
and his kingdom became full of darkness and they gnawed their tongues because of the pain. They blasphemed the God of heaven because of their pains and their sores and did not repent of their deeds. Revelation 16 verses 12 through 16. The sixth angel poured out his bowl on the great river Euphrates and its water was dried up so that the way of the king from the east might be prepared. John saw three unclean spirits like frogs coming out of the the mouth of the dragon, out of the mouth of the beast, and out of the mouth of the false prophet. They are, within brackets, the spirits of demons performing signs which are, which go out to the kings, only the was within brackets, go out to the kings of the earth and the whole world to gather them to the battle of the great day of God Almighty. Behold, I am coming as a thief. Blessed is he who watches and keeps his garments left. He, be, he walked naked in the seat and they see his shame. They gathered them together to the place in, called in Hebrew Armageddon. Revelation 16, verses 17 through 21. The seventh angel poured out his bowl into the air, and a loud voice came out of the temple of heaven from the throne, saying, It is done. And there came, were noises and thunderings and lightnings, and there was a great earthquake, such a mighty and great earthquake as had not occurred since men were on the earth. The great city was divided into three parts, and the cities of the nations fell. And the great Babylon was remembered before God to give her the cup of the wine of the fierceness of his wrath. Then every island fled away, and the mountains were not found. Great hell from heaven fell upon men, each hailstone about the weight of a talent. Men blasphemed God because of the plague of the hell, since that plague was exceedingly great. Revelation 19, verse 6, John heard the voice, as it were, of a great multitude as the sound of many waters and the sound of mighty thundering saying hallelujah for god no for the lord god omnipotent reigns zechariah 8 verses 7 through 8 thus says the lord of hosts behold i will save my people from the land of the east and from the land of the west i will bring them back and they shall dwell in the midst of jerusalem they shall be my people and i will be their god in truth and righteousness Revelation 19, verses 19 through 21. John saw the beast, kings of the earth, their armies gathered together to make war against him who sat on the horse and against his army. Then the beast was captured, and with him the false prophet who worked signs in his presence, by which he deceived those who worshipped his image. These two were cast alive into the lake of fire, burning with brimstone. The rest were killed with the sword which proceeded from the mouth of him who sat on the horse. All the birds were filled with their flesh. Revelation 20, verses 1 through 6. John saw an angel coming down from heaven, having, having the key to the bottomless pit and a great chain in his hand. And he laid hold of the dragon, that serpent of, the, of old, who is the devil and Satan, and bound him for 1,000 years. And he cast him into the bottomless pit and shut him up and set a seal on him so that he should deceive the nations no more until the 1,000 years were finished. But after that, these things, he must be released for a little while. John saw thrones, and they sat on them and judged, and judgment was committed to them. Then he saw the souls of those who had been beheaded for their witness to Jesus and for the word of God, who had not worshipped the beast or his image and had not received his mark on their foreheads or on their hands. They lived and reigned with Christ for 1,000 years. The rest of the dead did not live again until the 1,000 years were finished. This is the first resurrection. Blessed and holy is he who has part in the first resurrection. 
Over such, the second death has no power, but they shall be priests of God and of Christ and shall reign with him for 1,000 years. Revelation 20, verses 7 through 10, when the 1,000 years have expired, Satan will be released from his prison and will go out to deceive the nations which are in the four corners of the earth, Gog, Magog, to gather them together to battle, whose number is as the sand of the sea. They went up on the breadth of the earth and surrounded the camps of the saints and beloved city. Fire came down from God out of heaven and devoured them. The devil who deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone where the beast and the false prophet are. They will be tormented day and night forever and ever. Revelation 20 verses 11 through 15. Then John saw a great white throne and him who sat on it from whose face the earth and fire and heaven fled away. There was found no place for them. He saw the dead, small and great, standing before God and books were opened. Another book was opened, which is the book of life. The dead were judged according to their works, but the things which were written in the books, the sea gave up the dead who were in it, and the death and Hades delivered up the dead who were in them. They were judged, each one according to his works. Then death and Hades were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. Anyone not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Revelation 21, verses 1 through 7. John saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away. Also, there was no more sea. Then I, which is John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride, adorned for her husband. He heard a loud voice from heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people. God himself will be with them and be their God, and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. Then he who sat on the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. He said to John, Write, for these words are true and faithful. And he said to John, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give of the fountain of water of life freely to him who thirsts. He who overcomes shall inherit all things. I will be his God, and he shall be my son. Zechariah 9. 16 through 17, the Lord their God will save them in that day as a flock of his people, for they shall be like jewels of a crown, lifted like a banner over his land, for how great is its goodness and how great its beauty. Grain shall make the young men thrive and new wine the young women. Revelation 21, verses 8, but the cowardly, unbelieving, abominable murderers, sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake, which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Zechariah 14, 8 through 11, in the day it shall be that living water shall flow from Jerusalem, half of them toward the eastern sea and half of them toward the western sea. In both summer and winter it shall occur, and the Lord shall be king over all the earth. In that day it shall be the Lord is one, and his name one, and all the land shall be turned into a plain from Geba to Rimon, south of Jerusalem. Jerusalem shall be raised up and inhabited in her place from Benjamin's gate to the face of the first gate and the corner gate, and from the tower of Hananel to the king's winepress. The people shall dwell in it, and no longer shall there be utter destruction, but Jerusalem shall be safely inhabited. 
Revelation 22, verses 1 through 7, he, which is the angel, showed John pure, a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding from the throne of God of Lamb. In the middle of its street and on another side of the river was the tree of life, which bore 12 fruits, each tree yielding its fruit every month. The leaves of the tree were for healing and the, of the nations. There shall be no more curse, but the throne of God and the Lamb shall be in it, and his servants shall serve him. They shall see his face, and his name shall be on their foreheads. There shall be no night there. They need no lamp nor light of the sun, for the Lord God gives them light, and they shall reign forever and ever. Then he said to John, These words are faithful and true. The Lord God of the holy prophets sent his angel to show his servants the things which must shortly take place. Behold, I am coming quickly. Blessed is he who keeps the word of the Lord of the prophecy of this book. Revelation 22, verses 11 through 17, he says to John, do not seal the words of this prophecy of this book, for the time is at hand. He who is just, let him be unjust still. He who is filthy, let him be filthy still. He who is righteous, let him be righteous still. He who is holy, let him be holy still. And behold, I am coming quickly, and my Reward is with me to give to everyone according to his work. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. Blessed are those who do his commandments, that they may have the right to the tree of life and may enter through the gates into the city. But outside are dogs, sorcerers, sexually immoral, murderers, idolaters, and whoever loves and practices a lie. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify to you these things, in the churches, I am the root and the offspring of David, the bright and morning star. The spirit and the bride say, come. And let him who hears say, come. And they let him who thirsts come. Whoever desires, let him take the water of life freely. Revelation 22, verses 18 through 20. For I testify to everyone who hears the word of the prophecy of this book. If anyone adds to these things, God will add to him the plagues that are written in this book. And if anyone takes away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God shall take away his part from the book of life, from the holy city, and from the things which are written in this book. He who testifies of these things, surely I am coming quickly. Even so, come, Lord Jesus. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. The end of the world predictions analysis follows this analysis note. So this is the analysis note. In analyzing these Bible passages for consistencies and inconsistencies, it's important to realize the following. The Apostle John was specifically selected by God to share the prophecy in the revelation of Jesus Christ. The revelation of Jesus Christ was focused on sharing the end of the world prophecy so that people could would take heed and change their lives to be aligned with faith in Jesus Christ, their Savior. The book of Zechariah was specifically selected by God to share. Well, Zechariah was specifically selected by God. Sorry, put the book of Zechariah. Zechariah was specifically selected by God to share prophecy on a multitude of things. Some current, some soon, some later, and some the end of the world prophecy. The book of Zechariah. Prophecy primarily covered, but isn't limited to the following areas he was to warn. Hadrach, Damascus, Israel, Hamath, Tyre, Sidon, Gaza, Ashkelon, Philistia, Judah, Ekron, Jerusalem, Greece, and Egypt. 
This book of the Bible was focused on sharing a variety of information from God so that people would take heed and change their lives to be aligned with faith in Jesus Christ, their Savior. Within brackets, I have it as my opinion in that the revelation of Jesus Christ is only focused on end-of-the-world prophecy, and the book of Zechariah covers a wide range of topics as noted above. It would be unreasonable to expect the passages in the book of Zechariah to have the same level of detail and the same amount of passages focused on end-of-the-world prophecy. Additionally, I'm only including the information from the book of Zechariah that relates to the end-of-the-world prophecy or significantly relates to it in some way, such as when it was foretold that Jesus would be crucified for our transgressions so believers can have salvation. Also within brackets, it says end-of-the-world predictions analysis. I'm not going to try to interpret all of these end-of-the-world prediction passages, since many are signs that are open to a vast array of interpretations. I recently got literature in the mail I mentioned to you that I had requested that states that the beast of the sea and the land, the little horn, the dragon, and the antichrist are all related to the pope and the papacy. Is that accurate? Maybe yes and maybe no. I don't know the answer to these things, but I'm sharing this so you can be mindful and prayerful to listen to the instincts that Christ alone can give you. So within brackets, in my opinion as a Christian, I found what works best for me is not to get too caught up in trying to find literal interpretations or definitive interpretations for things of this nature. I just focus on Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, and I don't get overwhelmed by the details that are beyond my comprehension. Within brackets, I will use this as an example. Revelation 21, verse 21 says, The twelve gates were twelve pearls. Each individual gate was of one pearl, and the streets of the city were pure gold like transparent glass. So within brackets, while I used to hear people argue about what heaven is going to be like, does it matter if the streets of heaven are going to be made of pure gold or gold-plated or just look like gold? No. And that's really significant. In my opinion, what is significant is that I want to end up in heaven when Jesus calls me, no matter what the streets are paved with. The way that is possible is not to get caught up in arguments with others that Satan may use to lead us astray. Within brackets, if I focus on Jesus Christ as my Savior, his commandments and what he wants for me, I'm most apt to end up in heaven on the last day. Of course, I'm not perfect. But all my many sins are forgiven as long as I stay focused on Christ, who made that ultimate sacrifice for me, and he did it for you too. Remember John 3, 16, 21, when Jesus said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He who believes in him is not condemned. But he who does not believe is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the one, the only begotten Son of God. And this is the condemnation that the light has come into the world. And men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. For everyone practicing evil hates the light and does not come to the light, lest his deeds should be exposed. But he who does the truth comes to the light, that his deeds may be clearly seen, that they have been done in God. My last advice is follow Jesus Christ, who is the light of the world, and he will lead you to salvation.
I want you to know that since this is an example of the positive influence God has made on my life through the Bible, this podcast that I shared with you may not reflect all of the whole meaning of the Bible verses and passages I have shared. They're just how this particular Bible verse or passage related to my life and how it makes the Bible more personal to me and my daily walk with Christ. Thank you for joining us at Relate to the Bible. I look forward to you joining us next time where you will hear more examples of how you can relate the Bible in ways that are especially meaningful to you.